seals when my heir, Principicles, will take the princess of Crete to be his wife. My mother once gave this as a passing gift to my father. I want you to have it. I understand you're having some trouble with the arrangements we've made. You sail to Egypt tomorrow. I wish you endless victories in the battlefield, brother. Because if you return here, I will kill you. I paid good money for you. I expect a return. I give you... I will not stop until I've returned the princess and avenged my loyal friend. Hercules, you are a son of Zeus. Embrace your father and you will discover powers that you never imagined. people their salvation when you cannot even save yourself where is your strength now half god Welcome to They Call This a Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and other podcast services by searching They Call This a Movie. We are part of the Main Damien Network, and to find more from us, check out the website at themaindamien.com or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at themaindamien. We're also now a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation, and you can find them at gvnation.com. Welcome back to They Call This a Movie. This is Anthony Delvecchio. With me, as always, is Dan Aquino and Mark Meyer. Say hello, gentlemen. Hey, everybody. So I think I found a new way to describe when a movie's really terrible. When the autoplay feature on a site throws you a bone, it's like, here, you just watch this awful shit. You can watch League of Their Own. There you go. <laughs> watch an actual good movie. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is this was a rough week. But before we get into what movie we watched this week for the podcast, guys, what have you been watching this week? Uh, I actually took the time and watched a good amount of movies this week. And uh, my average was not uh, it was not good. It's only one out of the four that I watched was good. Uh, I saw Eurovision, the new Netflix movie with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. Uh, I watched, uh, we just talked about it. I watched Jarhead. I watched uh, Free Fire. And that's the movie that really disappointed me because it's an A24 film and my girl Brie Larson is in it. So Academy Award winner. Academy Award winning Brie Larson. The very same, Mark. And that movie, uh, Jen's giving me the finger right now. Uh, yeah, that movie was really upsetting because it had a good premise and it, they totally wasted it. And I think the problem is that Army Hammer is in it because he's terrible. And I should have seen that coming a mile away because it also has Cillian Murphy in it. So they're like, all right, well, you have him and you have Brie Larson. That's a pretty good dynamic there. But then you throw. Not a, not a fan you, of Army Hammer, huh? Uh, well, what has he ever done? 
He did the man, uh, man from Uncle, which is bad. He's pretty excellent. He's pretty excellent and sorry to bother you. Haven't seen it. Okay. Haven't seen it. But I did see the Lone Ranger, and I feel like that speaks volumes. And to be like, that's one of those things where you really have to do a bunch of good movies to wash that stink away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I think. And did I say Starship Troopers? No. Okay, no. so that I rounded it out with Starship Troopers, and I mean that's just like supposed to be bad, so there's really mm-hmm. not much more you could do there. But yeah, that's uh, that's about it. I I watched a lot of movies this week. So what was the good movie that you that you saw? I would say Jarhead. Uh, Jarhead. Yeah, I've seen that movie a bunch of times. I think um, Jamie Fox is awesome in that movie as the uh, the CEO, uh, and Jake Gyllenhaal is yeah, he's solid. Just the overall, it, it's I remember thinking that movie was going to be more like hurt locker where there's like action scenes and whatnot there's really no action in jarhead (laughs) but uh but i think that was like sam mendes's first movie right or one of his first movies directing Mm, that was i think that was after i mean i'm I'm basically going to contradict you completely (laughs) i'm pretty sure that was after road to perdition and uh and american beauty oh okay so i wasn't sure what his first movie was obviously but I, th- I thought the cinematography in that film was awesome. Okay. He just yeah, did I haven't a good seen job that in a long time. Yeah, he had two, his two movies before that were American Beauty and Road to Perdition. Okay. Yep. Honestly, I didn't know he did uh, American Beauty. Very nice. That's on me. The more you know. And yeah. I thought Road to Perdition came out after this. But, you know, listen, I'm terrible, so you can just let me have it. <laughs> so uh, how much did you learn about Eurovision? A the lot. The actual I event. Did. I learned that it's a real thing <laughs> and not a Will Ferrell made-up movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I found out ABBA came from Eurovision, and I like ABBA. My my mom would always take me to baseball practice, and we would listen to, like, Journey and ABBA and, like, the Bengals and everything. So I have a love of ABBA. So, uh, I mean, they're, they're one of the hottest-selling uh, groups of all time so yeah. you, you there you go that's all eurovision and uh yeah and <laughs> i found out was it like dan i think dan stevens is in it the guy who played the beast in the live action beauty sure. and the beast dude's got a set of pipes man he could sing he's right. rachel mcadams and dan stevens are like the best part of that movie hmm. cool i wouldn't all have right. thought one half of that sentence would have been said but but dan stevens yeah i mean again just because of his singing not his acting he's oh, okay. he's like this russian singer and he's yeah. It's just a good voice. That's I enjoyed his voice, Mark. All right. Yeah, I'm. I may check that out at some point just to see the maybe clips on YouTube of just the songs would be yeah, interesting. Some of the songs are okay. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you know it's you have to listen to them, but yeah, I think uh, the, the one song at the end is decent. I think Will Ferrell needs to get away from Adam McKay because every time they they get together, it's it hasn't been very good for a while. Uh, and it would be nice to see Will Ferrell just kind of go back to more of his uh, uh, like sketch um, sketch roots, I guess, in terms of films. But you know, he's doing his thing, obviously. What, yeah. What about you, Mark? Yeah. So um, I haven't done much in terms of actual movie watching. Um, I don't know if I had beaten Last of Us two last time we talked, um, or I beat no. it right after. But um, I finished that game and talk about a game that's really depressing kind of like jarhead um that that game's real good um it just i just don't get where a lot of the people came from with the criticism i think we talked about it 
um, uh, last night with Dan. But it's just, it just seems like people were just that whole, they watched the first 10 minutes of a movie and decided it already sucks, you know, before finishing the movie. Um, just because one thing happens they don't like. So, um, so I've been watching a bunch of videos on it. They did a lot of stuff with the, um, you know, the cast doing spoilers and talking about the process and the idea of the story. And, you know, just as a guy that has, that does, you know, storytelling and all for Stranger Damien and all that, just listening to a creator like Neil Druckmann, you know, talk about his process and all and how he decided, I'm, I love this character, but, you know, this has to happen or that has to happen or, you know, the conversations of things like that. It, it was just interesting. Um, and then also watching other people play it and just see their reaction and finding out that a bunch of people that I watch play video games in the background every so often, you know, I make good choices. They're not terrible people. <laughs> they actually gave the game a chance. So um, that's been fun to realize. But yeah, I've been doing nothing but that um, on in the background. Uh, not much in terms of movies. Um, like I say, every week, I'm probably going to be the person least contributing to this topic because you guys are much more into movies than I am in terms of using your free time to watch them. Um, outside of this mm-hmm. piece of shit we watched this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that that's about it. Um, yeah, just my life has been Last of Us for this two weeks, so. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I really haven't watched that much either besides I'm still going headlong into Twin Peaks. I think it finally clicked for me. It's when it started getting weird, and that's what I appreciate out of David Lynch is when things get weird, and it finally got weird. Um, Yeah, I'm almost done with the second season. I think I've got like four or five episodes left. It's been kind of a background show, but also kind of like investing a good amount of time. The only other thing I've really watched was as... Mark had alluded to earlier, the movie we watched was uh, free with ads uh, on Amazon Prime through IMDb. And when you finish this movie, it auto plays A League of Their Own. So I just let it happen and I watched A League of Their Own after I finished writing my notes for this movie. And I haven't watched that movie in about probably about 20 years. And I forgot how excellent that movie. It's so delightful. It's so positive in a in a time where I needed positivity in my life. Um, so if you're looking for some positivity, just watch A League of Their Own. Fun. John Lovitz is amazing in it. I almost, I totally almost forgot that Tom Hanks was in it, which is ridiculous because he's really such a big part of that movie. Well, I was just like, he showed up, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right, he's in it. Oh, <laughs> his character's great. Oh yeah, he's fantastic, and he's such a huge part. But like again, it was just like I was just enjoying like John Lovitz's scenes before like Tom Hanks shows up in the movie because it's like it's a good like 35, 40 minutes before he shows up, and it's just like this movie's so much fun. And then oh yeah, Tom Hanks is in this and makes this movie even better. It, it made it like. Takes it over the top, really. Yeah. What um, young Tom Hanks, man? You, you could you couldn't beat him, dude. Yeah, dude was I mean, I'm not, I'm not even sure how I'm not even sure how young he was at that point. He's got to be close to forty, if not forty, at that point. But it's mm-hmm. a, definitely a role he doesn't play anymore. He plays no. just this slime bag <laughs> alcoholic. Yeah, he doesn't do comedy anymore, really. Like, everything yeah. is very Oscar baby. So. Yeah, yeah. I think the last comedy thing he did was. That SNL episode. Oh, Mr. Pumpkin or whatever. Pumpkins. Yeah, David Pumpkins. S. Pumpkins. Yeah, uh, no, that's that's the only movie that I saw this week. Um, so Twin Peaks has taken over my life the way Last of Us Part Two has taken over Mark's life. Um, and then hopefully I'll try and track down some Showtime, uh, the season of show on Showtime that Twin Peaks did, and just finish that off. But yeah, 
that's been my week. But this week's movie was picked by none other than Dan Aquino. So we have him to blame. And he gives me a lot of shit for when I pick a movie like Love on a Leash. So, Dan, why don't you introduce this week's movie? Uh, So, disclaimer, this movie has begun the ant really reared his ugly head with how he's a a dictator on this podcast because he sends us a text and he goes, by the way, I'm canceling all of these other movies. And he gives us a list. He's like, you are not allowed to watch these movies for the podcast. So, uh, so for interest for interest, full disclosure, those movies are Pompeii, the Hercules starring Dwayne, the rock Johnson, both Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans, and there's probably something else too. Maybe for some reason they yeah. have I Frankenstein. Gods on Gods of here, Egypt makes no that's sense. another. It's another fuck you. It's January release that <laughs> that has has wound up on some polls of ours because you love fuck you. It's January releases. It was a Mark choice to be honest. Can we, was it? Yeah. Was it Mark My, choice? Would we get would we get away with if we watched Yo Frankenstein? Yo Frankenstein, <laughs> with the upside down exclamation marks and everything. <laughs> okay, uh, so so Dan, what yeah, introduce uh, me. Sure. So I picked the 2014 The Legend of Hercules, uh, starring Kellen Lutz as Hercules. Mm-hmm. And the reason I chose this was I remember working as a runner for CBS Sports in 2014 it was a late night and they were running a promo for this movie and i just remember being in the edit room as they were getting ready to send this up to audio sweetening and then i could go home and it was just taking forever because they couldn't get it right so automatically i hated this movie for keeping me there till like two in the morning but the editor and i are watching it like going back and forth and the editor just goes i can already tell this movie's going to be a huge piece of shit and he said yeah (laughs) Yeah, definitely is it. None of this looks good. And we were both right. <laughs> this movie was a huge piece of shit. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. This movie sucks. <laughs> uh, this is The Legend of Hercules, uh, directed by Rennie Harlan. You know from A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Die Hard 2, Cliffhanger, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Deep Blue Sea, among others. Stars Kellen Lutz, Gaia Weiss, Scott Atkins, Roxanne McKee. Liam Garrigan, Liam McIntyre. Two Liams in this movie. That can't be. Uh, IMDb <laughs> score of 4.2 and a Rotten Tomato score of 4. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Love on Which Leash is, had a better score. Yeah. I mean, it's usually pretty crazy because IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, they're often about the same. So like a 4.2 on IMDb usually translates to a 40, not a 4. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, uh, I'm, I'm so happy that this movie there's, was so bad. There's a lot of Twilight voting up for. <laughs> Not enough. Kellen Lutz, yeah. Gotta love my Kellen Lutz. Yeah. No. Wow. This movie. Oof. <laughs> this was like eight years removed from 300, and they About were just that, like, yeah. They were just like, fuck it, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah. But we're worse. probably forgotten by now. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like Zack Snyder should sue somebody. Yeah, I want to see the I want to see the Snyder cut of this movie. This is called 300. <laughs> this this movie desperately wants to be 300 Gladiator and like Clash of the Titans. So desperately wants to be all those things, and it fails at all of it. Yeah, this I, was rough. I said I should have been keeping track of times when people in this movie, while giving a speech or saying lines, just did the arms open move. <laughs> 
as they were talking. Now, it's funny because I think what I totally blame this movie on is terrible CGI, bad uh, bad action, and just, like, super over-the-top uh, acting. But, like, my God, they're trying their hardest in this movie. Like, no <laughs> one's doing it to be, like, funny or... Like just chew the scenery. Like they're really, really trying to like give that that epic performance that you would get from a Greek mythology movie. Mm-hmm. And it's they yeah. everyone falls flat. I I can't think of a good uh, a good actor or a good character in this movie. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I think I think what it comes down to, and one of the reasons why I sent that text about you know forget these movies exist basically is. I kind of hate these kinds of movies, these sword and sandal movies. And I think it's just because we've just been inundated with these mid box office crap that comes out in the beginning part of the year. Um, I'm not even really a big fan of Troy. And I know that's kind of like maybe, I don't want to say gold standard because everything just rips off. Everything rips off Braveheart when all is said and done. It all comes back to Braveheart because even this movie has the Braveheart speech scene. And uh, I don't know. I just I don't like them. I don't like that. I don't know anybody's names. I can't remember anybody besides Hercules because all their names are like seven syllables long. And I know that's a petty thing to be upset about a movie for because it is uh, based on Greek mythology. Very loosely, we might add. But um, yeah, I just hate them. I don't like these kinds of movies. Well, I don't now, want to say I hate them. That's a strong word, but I dis I I dislike these type, more of these movies than I like them. I agree with you though, because you can kind of forgive a good sword and sandals movie. Like if we're saying, you know, like I don't know how you feel about 300, but I enjoyed it. And the only character that I really remember is Leonidas, mm-hmm. like their name. But it's it was so it, it like it, it it kept your attention. And it moved well enough, and there was enough action, and it it was it was good enough where you didn't really have to care about the other characters. Whereas in this one, they really try to invest you in a bunch of characters that aren't interesting and really don't do anything in the movie other than just yeah, be yeah. dicks. So mm-hmm. like now, like you're like, who is this guy again? Or who is she? Why is this happening to this person again? Where did this come from? Where in yeah. 300, it's just you know they're going to war. That's all you need to know. Uh, Gerard Butler's Leonidas is taking 300 other guys. One dude from Lord of the Rings is in it. And there you go. There's a hunchback guy. You're good. And you don't yeah. even need to know it. You don't need to know the names because you, you could say there's a hun- hunchback guy. and Everyone knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think what hurts this movie more than or on top of everything else, it just for me, is the fact that it's PG-13. Um, so a lot of the fight scenes, like you could tell they were doing things to keep it from being any kind of blood or, um, you know, uh, on the violence end of that scale, um, sure. you know, and it was just like, it, it just, if you're going to do gladiators battling to the death, you know, him coming down and hitting him in the back with a mace and nothing happening. And then the guy falling over and mm-hmm. dying is like, uh, okay, I guess. Sure. Like, like the most gruesome ones was that that two and two fight they have, and you know that could have been much better if they went if they went a little more violent with it. I guess that's why three hundred keeps your attention maybe a little more. Um, sure. But yeah, that on top of everything, is both of you said about it. I think I think that really hurt the movie um, a lot. And I also think the problem is is 
I also think, um, in terms of what Dan said, and, and with not really caring about the characters and all that, comes from the fact that they they didn't have good enough actors to sell the characters in the short scenes. Like, if you're going to do something that's like how whatever length this is, and not going to be like Gladiator, you know, and be I believe that's two hours, maybe two plus. Um, so you know, essentially, you know, when you have like one or two scenes to build that the brother is a weakling and the mother doesn't really like him, you know, if you had better actors and all, you could get that subtext and nuance out in those short scenes. They didn't really have it here. And uh, it just, you know, they tried, they tried their best. Like, you have one scene between um, the, like you and, I'm just going to call him not Hercules' brother. Um, the, the, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in that scene in The Mother, you know, yep. like, that's supposed to grab you that scene but neither of them are good enough to make me care about it um and yeah yeah this is this is an advocate for either better actors or a slightly longer movie you know no mark come on (laughs) we what do we say about that no it's an hour and 39 minutes mark that's about no it could be nine minutes shorter it could be nine Uh, minutes shorter if i could if i could reach into skype and slap your hand and say no <laughs> stove is hot mark <laughs> mark what mark has the uh the stockholm syndrome where it's yeah. like the, the movie's so bad but he's like he's he Just gets used to more, it if you, if you give well, it a couple what more if scenes, it's it'll be longer <laughs> <laughs> he becomes enamored with his captor yeah. uh no i didn't I'm, like I'm not, 99 99 minute version of the legend of hercules but what about a two and a half hour <laughs> version of it? Still start really Kellen flesh Lutz. out those characters. <laughs> Let's give Kellen Lutz more screen time. That's what I say. The biggest problem with this movie the Myers is that cut. <laughs> every movie has a Myers cut out there somewhere yeah, yeah. in an alternate reality. The the biggest problem with this movie is it has zero to do with Hercules. If you yeah. if you know Greek mythology, you know, and you watch this movie, you would say this this is not Hercules. The Rock's version of Hercules. Is, is actually Hercules. They just throw in the like the Nemean lion here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, that that does happen in the stories of Hercules, but nothing else happens. It's yeah. zero to do with Hercules. And I think Ant, you said this only has to do with Hercules in name. It's just yeah, you could have given even, him any other name. Yeah, even Hebe, like his his love interest in that she is Hebe is a Greek goddess. She is not the princess of Crete. Um, right. So. I think the only things they get true is that Zeus impregnates the mother. Yep. He kills the lion, and that's it. He, yeah. He so doesn't... the names of the names of his mother, Hercules, and his I guess foster dad or stepdad, King Amphitryon. Uh, those are accurate, but in terms of the stories are surrounding them, uh, not as much. I think is King Amphitryon. I don't know 100%. Maybe someone can correct this. He does the 12 trials for him, I think. And I like have the, no idea. Yeah. yeah. So like that's like the big Hercules uh, um, yeah, yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, the 12 trials. So like one of them is the lion and the hydra, like mm-hmm. the stables and all that. So yeah, but this movie yeah. like has zero clue about it. It's just it like is. yeah, let's slap Hercules yeah. on there. Yeah, and in this movie, he fights six people that are somehow undefeated champions, but he beats them in under minutes. <laughs> it's, it's, and that's the thing. Terrible. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with this movie is that 
every fight scene is so anticlimactic. Yes. And it's like, it gets off on the wrong foot with the first ones. Like, King Amphitryon, he fights the, the other guy, uh, King Galanus, Galanus mm-hmm. or whatever. And, like, he f- he finishes off in, like, 20 seconds. And to Mark's point, is like that's the that was the biggest one. I was like, oh, definitely a PG-13 movie where he like comes down on the King Galenus with his like sword right on his neck or whatever, and just like uh, just he takes his helmet as victory. When in an R-rated movie, he'd probably be holding up his head. Yeah. Um, but I think you know I think I I think there's a way to make this a, a good PG-13 movie. I don't I don't know what it is, and it's definitely not this movie. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Mm, I try to look at like it needs to be longer. Say no, no, Mark, stop. <laughs> it it stop, needs to tie Mark. in with actual Hercules. Stop is, is hot. It needs to tie in with actual Hercules stories. Like I, I don't know if that would make it better for me though. To be honest it, with you, as someone that doesn't really know the Hercules mythology, I I couldn't care less if they they showed him cleaning a stables. <laughs> well, I, wherever that story goes why don't you have him fighting monsters like why don't you take this into sure. the myth right instead instead of trying to ground it in reality which is stupid because it's not real it's like trying to ground i don't know, like you're trying to ground superman essentially you know like you can't do it because the guy is he's a literal god so you can't you can't have him doing everyday things like, oh, let's watch Superman, you know, go to the grocery store. Let's watch him fight to get his article in the paper. Like, no one cares about that. We want to see Superman beat the hell out of people. We want to see Hercules fight mythical creatures. Obviously, Dan, that's because Clark Kent would do all those things. <laughs> right. Not Superman. Well, you could is... ground Superman as long as you just keep my vision intact. <laughs> <laughs> it's because essentially, obviously, the, the comparison is superheroes are modern myths Mm -hmm. so why would you not embrace the mythology of all these things you know it's that's what's that's what made the third thor movie so good where you know they they fully embraced how silly the mythology of thor is uh and that's what you should do with any mythological hero i mean who who do you really get other than hercules in myth right i mean you got the god of war series but that's a video game Mm-hmm. But other than that, do you really get any other Greek god movies or? Uh, uh, okay, I'm. I was gonna say, are you, you're talking Titan, modern. Really just, yeah, that's yeah, Clash of the Titans, and they really they embrace the, the silliness of it. All, yeah, yeah, no, it's. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something nice to say about this movie. I don't know what it is though. Oh, don't hold back. Man. <laughs> it's not like we're gonna we're not gonna get the writer and the director of this movie on here. So no. <laughs> No, 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 not at all. But we could, uh, we could really uh, lay into Rennie Harlan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, this was not fun. I was bored. There, like some of my notes are really. Some of the scenes are just. And this happens. And then move on. Let's move on this because is, I, I, it, it did not hold yeah. my attention. Yeah, one comment I do like to... the. I, I was gonna say real quick. Does it look like the postcard that Homer writes to Marge when he's drunk? <laughs> Four dollars. Sure. Are you crazy? Yeah. Mark. Yeah, saying? the one thing. Yeah, the last thing I have before you know we start ripping apart the plot um, is that I don't know if you both noticed this, but they took the commercial breaks at really odd times. Yes. Like, oh yeah. Did you guys too. also get Red Bull commercials that were about Hercules? No, no. I I got I got tampon commercial. I don't remember <laughs> what I got. 
So the first time that the when Hera comes and says and tells uh, his mom Alcmene that uh, you could call him whatever you want, uh, but I'll always know him as Hercules. It cut to a Red Bull commercial where Hercules is talking to something. So I think a Hydra or something like that. So I found it very jarring and a little odd. Wasn't sure if it was on purpose, but it was very odd. Yeah. No, I, I just I just learned all the different levels of tampons because there the commercial go. was repeated multiple times. And by Important the end of the month, hmm, that is probably the better value. You guys are lucky. <laughs> I didn't I think I got like some Wells Fargo stuff. Yeah. You know, but my favorite one of those is they took a commercial break, um, and then it it, it cuts the commercial, comes back, and then it fades to black. Like <laughs> To go to another, like literally, if they waited like five seconds, the commercial would have been during the fade to black, and it wouldn't. Yeah. I just laughed. I was like, they must have been like, it must have been like timed up to the minute. Like, all right, at this point on the runtime, it needs to go to commercial. This movie's not worth editing. <laughs> uh, I was, I was a little worried about the with ads, but there weren't that many ad breaks. No, so no. that was my that's my next thing to say about this movie. <laughs> it was, I was gonna say it was a good palate cleanser. You got to take a little oh, bit yeah. of a reprieve. Like, oh okay. Yeah. We're almost done. It, it, it didn't feel like Justice League when I watched that on TNT. Oh, um yeah. because that felt like where they would take the breaks if it was on TNT. Mm. You know? And yeah. and you couldn't skip those and those were probably double the length of um yeah. but it gave me a chance to like turn off my brain. While I was writing my notes, like, oh, all right, I could rest for 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and back into the trenches. <laughs> okay, you guys want to get into the plot? Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, what do you got for us, Dan? All right, so, as always, I'm here to tell you about our good friend Tia from Geek Vibes Nation and her podcast, Top 10 with Tia. Uh, it's a weekly podcast where Tia and her friends get together and they do top 10 lists. So, top 10 heroes, top 10 villains, uh, directors they do a bunch of great uh, topics so they might have one that you would enjoy so you know head over to geek vibes nation uh, we're a part of that as well so you can listen to us there but uh, check out tia she's a good friend of our podcast she's a good person and she deserves all the follows in the world yeah and she did one on uh youtubers and uh, twitch streamers and had a good shout out for uh game vault pod which is part of the go. main Damey family of, of podcasts. So there she's, yeah. go. she's just a good person. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. We'll, we're we're going to take a quick break, but uh, we're going to come back. But before we do, we're going to have some messages from friends of the podcast. So we will be right back. Hey everyone, this is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast. Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. Oh, 
Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. It's me, George, from the best little horror house in Philly. The show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guest at least. We've talked about groundbreaking classics like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Alien, but we've also got a lot of great ones coming up, including some very fun guests like Len Kabazinski of Swamp Zombies and Red Letter Media fame, Caroline Williams, the star of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and Chase Williamson from John Dies at the End. So make sure you're subscribed to the best little horror house in Philly, and I'll see you boils and ghouls over there. And welcome back, and it's time to get into the plot. But before we do, there's one thing that I forgot to do. Um, guys, I want you to guess how much money this movie cost. Ooh, you know how good we are at these games. <laughs> yes, uh, I do. Okay, so this movie cost, I want to say, $120 million. Okay, Mark. I, I was going with 175 million. Woo! Damn, that's a lot of money. Nope. You guys are both pretty way off. It's 70 million dollars. Okay. Still a lot of money for a movie that only made 18.8 in the U.S. <laughs> so you're saying it was? Uh, you're saying it was a failure? Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, and I always bring up that list that I that it was like biggest flops, and I don't remember this one being on there. I'm sure there were bigger ones. Yeah. Um, but it's not the end of the plot. And we open on a battle in Argos in 1200 BC. And we got some bad CG fights as an army storms Argos. And as we mentioned, Zack Snyder should have sued because this looks just like 300. Yeah. The commander of the intruding army calls out the king of Argos. We find out later that this is King Aphitrion. Um, and he gives King Galenus, or Galenus a proposition. One-on-one combat for Argos. No other soldiers have to die. So King Galenus decides, yep, that sounds great to me. And then we get a 15-second sword fight, and Aphitrion wins. Very lame. And, lame yeah. and anticlimactic. Yeah, this yeah, not, is the, yeah, one of the first. This is one of the first instances where this movie is blatantly ripping off two movies. One, as we said, was 300, and the other is Troy, where the beginning scene is King Ag- Agamemnon challenging the other army to one-on-one duel and whoever wins that that's it everyone else goes home and no one else has to die and obviously they choose uh, uh achilles achilles thank you so yeah there you go yeah it, it very much feels like somebody watched a whole bunch of those movies that are now banned from this podcast and decided <laughs> to write a movie i can't believe that we have banned movies now it's like are we in north korea and is that what we going will on re- now? we'll revisit the ban list in 2021? How about that? Okay, fair enough. But for 2020, <laughs> we are not doing any of these movies. I'll I will relent that much. Um, so King Ephitrion goes home victorious, and the queen of our uh, the queen comes in, and who couldn't look more like Lena Headey in 300 comes oh, yeah. in, confronts, <laughs> confronts King Ephitrion. He gloats, basically saying that Argos wastes its time on things other than military, and that's why they lost. So she goes storming off, and uh, we have a scene between Alcmene? 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 Is that her name? Queen Alcmene, we're going to call her. And a priest, Chiron, and she tends to her one child, and she doesn't want her child to grow up in a warring city. So she goes to a shrine and prays to Hera. Who shows up, actually. It's one of the movies where actually God shows up, and this time in the form of Hera. Shows up and tells her that she will bear a second son, this one by Zeus, and she will know him. She can name it whatever she wants, but Hera will know him as Hercules. 
I'm not sure if this was on purpose, but I got a Red Bull ad about Hercules at this exact moment. Um, and then now, we cut back to Kirk. was the was the commercial Zeus banging the the uh, the wife? No, because that would uh, be good. That would be good. All and right. in true PG-13 fashion, Queen Alchemini goes back to her chambers and has ghost sex with Zeus. Some Somebody really liked the ghost blowjob scene from Ghostbusters. I, I was yeah. going to say, Dan Aykroyd would be proud. At least 300 <laughs> had tits. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it had the, what was it, the, um, the Oracle. Uh, the Oracle. show, she gets naked in that movie, too. Well, she actually, yeah, she she makes love to her husband. This is uh, yeah. this is just her pretending to bang the air. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then King Ephitreon comes in with another woman and freaks out because he thinks she's fucking some dude on the side. And he tears apart the bedroom and tries to find the other guy and goes back outside, complete with a screaming at the sky moment. Um, then we flash forward to when Alchemides gives birth to a large boy, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> that, reminded, large. that reminded me of the Family Guy, uh, the Family Guy joke when they gave uh, birth to Chris, and it's like he was like, yeah, it was like half his size that he was. He's, he like, was he's like 30 pounds or something like that. <laughs> I just kept thinking of that. Like, yeah, we gave birth to Hercules. He's 50 pounds, all muscle. Mm-hmm. It's just destroyed down there now. It's a, you can't even go near it. <laughs> uh, so Amphitryon decides his name will be Alcides, and he's going to be less than his brother. And then we flash forward again, and Hercules is grown and riding horses with his girlfriend Hebe. They go to a waterfall, and he terribly CGs off the waterfall and pretends to die, but then he doesn't. Yeah, and that, that was that was some of the worst CG <laughs> I've ever seen in my bad life. Bad moment. Such a bad moment. <laughs> And then she ad- he admires her necklace, and she gives it to him. Cool. And Hercu- <laughs> Hercules' brother shows up. Again, his name is Alcides, or Al- Alcides, or Alcides Ithic- Escobar. Uh, Ithocles. Ithocles. Ithocles, yes. I don't, bl- I don't believe that's it. That's Ithocles. the brother's name. That's the brother. Oh, no, I'm talking about Hercules. Oh, Hercules I'm sorry. I thought you said the brother shows yeah. up. Yeah, so I'm just saying, I'm calling him Hercules, but at this moment, everybody knows him as Alcides. Yes. Uh, So Hercules' brother, Iphicles, shows up and cockblocks Hercules. Hebe is a princess, and a search party has been called for her. Some guards come and escort Hebe back to her kingdom, and then Hercules and his brother have some words about their rivalry for Hebe's affection. Basically, Hebe is all about that Hercules dick, but Iphicles feels like he has some sort of uh, right to her basically, um, because he's the heir to the throne. Then on their way back for you real quick. Yeah, sure. What do you think it's like to bang a demigod? I mean, I don't know what it's like to have sex with a man with a uterus, regardless, but... I'm just saying, if you could imagine yourself, do you think it would be... The gods would have to make him a stallion in the sack, right? You can't give him the super strength and then him be a total zero. Right. I mean, Zeus did a lot of fucking, so I'm assuming he's going to want his his sons to do a lot of fucking too right he's definitely up on mount olympus like that's my boy yeah he, he chip off the old block and all the other gods like we know yeah we know you like to bang people we get it <laughs> yeah probably just um, Zeus watching his son constantly nailing the princess yeah yeah uh, on their way back hercules and iphicles encounter a terrible cg lion it's a Nemean lion, which apparently can't be killed, and this is the the one time this movie tried to uh, invoke the Wikipedia page of Hercules <laughs> and throw something in that uh, harkens back to mythology. 
so they have the Nemean lion, and then Iphicles gets scratched, and then Hercules wrestles it and kills it. Iphicles brings back the skin of the lion back home and tells everyone that Hercules ran away like a little bitch, and it was he that killed the lion. So Amphitryon celebrates with the announcement that Iphicles will marry Hebe to unite the kingdom with Crete. And then Hebe gets upset and runs off, but should this really be a big surprise at this point? Because she, he is the heir of this throne, so... You know, they're marrying off people left and right, and Hercules is probably not going to get married off right when, right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things where it's putting a modern lens on a situation that happened all the time. like this. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It wouldn't be the first time she's hearing about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sort of thing. And also, and she- you know, how much, like, would someone back then make a scene like that, throwing the crown on the floor and all that? I was going to say, most likely she would not have had a choice in the matter regardless. Yeah. And she would be expected to just chin up and bear it. Yep. Bear those sons. Exactly. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, really, not even that long ago. I'm watching The Great on Hulu. That's basically all it is. People selling off their daughters to, to breed heirs. Um, but... If it, uh, let's see, she runs off and uh, Hercules goes chasing after her and then Amphitryon scolds Iphicles in private for letting Hebe run off, making a fool of both of them and basically tells him to be a fucking man. Yeah. So Hercules chases after Hebe and catches up to her. She tells him that she cannot marry Iphicles and that she loves him and wants to leave with him that very night. So Hercules and, the, and Hebe get chased by some soldiers on horseback in the broad daylight, so they have made have not made any ground uh, yeah. all night. They they get cat captured. They haven't gone anywhere. So uh, they get chased. Hercules tells Hebe to head to the river and he'll be right behind her. And he fights off some guards and then he tries to catch up with her. But then she falls in the river and he has to jump in and save her, which looks just ridiculous when he jumps <laughs> off that horse. Yeah, it does. It's terrible. <laughs> all the jumping in this movie looks ridiculous. <laughs> it does. Yeah. A lot of that slow-mo stuff, that Zack Snyder slow motion stuff. It's mm. it's so clearly wire work. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it looks so stupid. And... <laughs> And every time one of them opens their mouth, like any time a man opens their mouth in this movie, a lion sound comes out. Did you notice this? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a lion roar comes out as soon yeah. as they go to, to open their mouth. Especially I, in the fight scenes, yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Is it supposed mm-hmm. to be like they're that's how tough they are? It's like the, the rage of battle is making them into lions? I know... In Raging Bull, Scorsese played that trick in terms of the, the boxing scenes that he would mix in sounds of like lions or tigers like growling um, during the, the boxing scenes. So um, blame Scorsese mm. for this movie. Yeah, I blame him for a lot of things in cinema. <laughs> Strike uh, three, Mr. Scorsese. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they, uh, where is, uh, she falls in the river and he has to jump in and save her. He saves her, but they get stopped by the soldiers and Iphicles, um, back at the kingdom. Ephitrion 
briefs Commander Satyrus. He slights Satyrus a bit by telling him he may only command half the army because he's so young and inexperienced as a commander. And Satyrus takes it like a little bitch and walks off. At that moment, Iphicles brings Hercules to his father and Amphitryon again. I had to write this name so many fucking times. Amphitryon tells Hercules that he's being sent to war in Egypt on the front lines. And Amphitryon also (laughs) tells Hercules to tell his brother that he never fucked Hebe. And Hercules tells him it's not any of his goddamn Goddamn business. Which is, again, something that would not happen. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way Uh, he would talk back to the king like that. No. Uh, so Iphicles tries to attack Hercules, but he catches a punch, which stops his attack, and he almost crushes his hand, which would have been great if you just saw him in a cast for the rest of the, like, an anachronistic cast. <laughs> no, it's, it's signed by people. It's only signed by him. <laughs> Iphicles rules. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that? Oh, one of my friends, you know. Don't worry about it. It was easy when I, after I fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... We're, that's a good way to make the movie better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah, that's what it, it should have just been a, a comedy. That's that's how I make this movie better. And as the movie yeah. continues to go, Iphicles just gets more and more hurt. <laughs> yeah. So he'll get like, like the neck brace at one point. He's <laughs> got crutches. I like this. I like this version of this movie. And he just keeps challenging <laughs> Hercules to a fight. <laughs> you got lucky last time, Hercules. Yeah, he's basically the Black Knight of this movie. <laughs> right. This is but a scratch. Just stretch, stretched over the entire runtime. Oh, that'd be so good. He's like the sheriff of Nottingham in <laughs> in uh, Men in Tights, along <laughs> with the Black Knight. Just so inept. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he gets his hand crushed. And then as Hercules prepares to leave, his mom tells him that he is not the son of Amphitryon, once again. God damn, this name comes up a lot. But the son I, of Zeus. I love that you keep having to say Amphitryon. <laughs> just it's Amphitryon. So That's it. Yeah. You know, Amphitryon. Yep. Well, because I've also, because I've spelt it wrong every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've spelt it T-Y-R-O-N, so it says Amphitryon. Amphitryon. Oh, okay. So I sw- I switched the R <laughs> and the Y, so I have to specifically sp- pronounce it correctly. Can we, uh, can we also touch on how Amphitryon and the mother have an age today? Yeah. Both <laughs> and super the mom, young. The mom might be the mom might be younger than Kellen Lutz. <laughs> she might be. Yeah, she is. You know, she looks like she's about like 24, 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. I wonder. I wonder if that's true. Let's see. Kellen Lutz. Was born in let's see where 1985. Oh, he's a 1985 baby. We have to share that that year with him. Congrats, Congrats. Roxanne McKee is born in 85. 1980. Wow. Oh, interesting. So five years uh, is older. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, me yeah. neither. Yeah, but she looked very, very young. But you know, yeah. listen, that's fine. But. I mean, at one point, how old do you think Hercules is in this movie at that point? Like, he's got to be close to 20, if not 20. I would would say he's like 18, 19, something like that. So she, I know you're having kids young at that age, but she's got to be close to like mid 30s, right? Yeah. And she, again, she looks younger than Hercules in this. Yep, she does. She, yeah, most certainly. Um, And uh, so she tells him that he's the son of Zeus. So Hercules calls her crazy and tells her and Chiron... Not to tell anyone of this, because Amphitryon is gonna is jealous and he would believe it. 
before he leaves the kingdom, though, he tells Hebe, in front of his brother and basically everybody in the kingdom, that he will return and marry her, basically telling his brother, he's calling a shot, and then he's going to cuck his brother so hard. <laughs> keep keep my seat warm while I'm gone. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> calling a shot. In, and he even, he even gives himself a timeline. He's like, oh, yeah. Three, he's like, in three, three moons, moons or something like that. I'm coming yeah. back and tapping that ass. <laughs> the, oh, that would be so great if he just like laid out exactly what he gonna do i'm gonna Make come through that door my names. <laughs> <laughs> and he just there's nothing you could do about it nope i mean he's the oh. son of zeus <laughs> that'd be so great that man he should if uh, like if if Icles knew that he'd probably just step aside it's like you know what really i'm just a weaselly ben shapiro looking motherfucker i'm not gonna compete with that right he would just argue alt-right facts with hercules <laughs> the egyptians are taking our jobs herc don't you know that drinks water from his um you know hercules tears mug yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's definitely hercules something tears. Hercules would do yeah. uh so he wants uh so hercules winds up on the boat to egypt and he talks to commander satyrus and satyrus confides in hercules that he feels that they are understaffed headed to egypt because his father cut the manpower and they have nothing, I, no idea what is ahead of them. And this is where I think it's most realistic in terms of uh, how, I guess, some generals would act back then. Everything that he's saying about this mission just is like a giant red siren of, <laughs> yeah, it's Secret an ambush. Plan. Yeah, he cut your soldiers in half. He changed the path um, to put you through this area that was a tunnel. You know, it was like, if this guy was as free thinking of a general as he is he looks like a wait a second this is exactly what i would do if i was ambushing someone <laughs> well, <You know? laughs> if amphitryon didn't defund the military oh, probably boy. could have gotten <laughs> what they needed mark all right yeah. don't blame don't blame the soldier yeah who are you gonna call when you defund the army who are you gonna call when your uh, house is on fire right <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna call the pottery maker Good luck. <laughs> Call the black. Don't you pray it away? <laughs> Thoughts and Don't prayers. Pray to Hera about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you are a soldier, I really do think you should have like second guessed something at least on the way. Like, listen, we probably shouldn't do this. There's got to be a better satirist, way. If you're a satirist, just be like, hey, I'm gonna do this because I'm the commander. Right. Yeah, we're I'm gonna we're no command. longer exactly like this. This is a bad. You're allowed to do that in the army. You know, if something <laughs> is going sideways, it's not just like yeah, you got to keep getting yourself killed. You're allowed to circumvent certain things. Yes, yeah, you got to call an audible. Exactly. <laughs> right. You see the box is stacked. You, yeah. you're, you know, you're not gonna uh, do that running play up the middle. <laughs> um, so the men arrive at a passage and they make camp. A golden eagle appears, which is apparently a sign from Zeus. Um, and then Hercules was, is just like... I, w- I was the only one that probably uh, yelled, Go Birds, when they went up there. Sure. <laughs> Mark, they look totally... Fans, your fans are loud. No, oh, sorry. That only happened after I muted and unmuted the mic because I was pouring a soda. Okay, that's about as low as it can go. Okay, yeah, it sounds fine now. Uh, all right, so they see an eagle, and Satyrus thinks it's a sign from Zeus, but uh, then Hercules is just like, sometimes it's just an eagle, bro. 
And they head through the passage, and they find that scouts have been hanged. So they head back to camp, and then the men left the camp have been ambushed. <laughs> so they go back in the other direction, and an opposing apart, uh, army appears. So they retreat back into the passage, and they get flanked by another regime from the other side. It's it's one shitty situation after another. You would think that Jon Snow is commanding this army. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. At, at this point, your satires is probably thinking, you know what? The king's probably right. I didn't deserve to lead an army because <laughs> I just went every wrong way. I butt fucked my own man <laughs> like, so hard. <laughs> it would have been great if he was just like, sorry guys, I this one's on me. Yeah. In retrospect, leading my man into this passage that has only one exit was a bad idea. You mean to tell me that the, the other army knows this area? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me this? And then I left half my men back at camp after already saying that I felt understaffed. Right. <laughs> split yeah, the party. That, Never that screamed. Split the party. Oh, good. That just screamed of we couldn't get that many extras for this scene. Right. So can we talk about how ridiculous the Egyptian army looks? <laughs> they look like, like they uh, came out of Stargate. <laughs> it's like Xerxes' army, right? <laughs> Yeah. Right. They wear these obnoxious golden like eagle helmets. Yep. No army in the world has ever worn a helmet like that. It's so yeah. dumb. Like this was where they were trying to really, I guess, uh, embrace like fantasy, I guess. Yeah. But it, you look like robots. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. the king sent us up against robots. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess uh, they just want to make them very distinct for later in the movie. Sure. It's but they look so bad. It's it's also it's like a mockery of Egypt, really. <laughs> you know, we we worship other things other than like bird people. <laughs> um so a battle breaks out. Hercules beats the hell out of a bunch of faceless dudes despite being hit with three arrows in him. But the rest of the battalion is destroyed, except for Satyrus. The attacking army plan to take Satyrus and Hercules hostage, and the commander asks where Alcides, aka Hercules, is, and Satyrus points to one of the dead soldiers. And the commander orders his helmet to be sent back to the kingdom, and Alcides is now effectively legally dead. Um, so yeah. a funeral takes place for Alcides back at the kingdom, and Hebe breaks down in front of his funeral pyre. Then Hercules and Satyrus are enslaved and branded. Tyrus thinks Aphitrion is set, set them up for failure by, you know, taking away half his men and then sending them on that passage. Hercules oh, so tells Tyrus. It, it finally clicks in his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. If he had the whole 160, he just would have had 158 dead men. <laughs> After that whole situation, absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. He would have led them all to slaughter in even a worse way. He would have told some people to like walk off a cliff or something. <laughs> They like, go check out what's over there. Ah, okay. So the GPS well. is sending us. Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure that water is fine to drink. They'll die of dysentery. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's he. He would have just mucked it up somehow. He he, and he screws everything up later in the movie too. It's this guy has a yep. terrible track record. Uh, so Hercules then tells Satyrus that uh, he has no plans of sticking around. He's heading back to Greece one way or the other. He says stick by his side and they will make it back home in order for him to marry Hebe. Then we have a scene where Iphicles confronts his mom, basically telling her that he thinks she doesn't love him, that she's mourning Alcides too much. 
He then asks her how he should win Hebe over, and she tells him that she will never love him more than she loved Hercules, and that uh, his marriage is going to be just like hers, which is a sham marriage. More or less, is basically what she says. Yeah. And then we cut. Mark, are you going to say anything? No, no, I was agreeing with you. Yep. Agree with me wholeheartedly. Uh, <laughs> Always. Her- <laughs> Hercules and Satyrus wind up in the fighting pits. Uh, so Satyrus wins his match, and then Hercules fights a huge dude in some sna- Zack Snyder slow motion and eventually kills the dude. And then we cut again back to Amphitryon. is called to the Shrine of Hera by Alchemini. how we're going to pronounce her name. Um, he demands to know who the father of Hercules was, and she tells him it was Zeus and tries to stab him. She then tells him that he marched the son of the god the god of the gods to his death, and he is doomed. So Amphitryon kills her and tells Chiron to tell everyone else that she took her life. You are doomed. <laughs> doomed. Yeah, so uh, we have a scene <laughs> where Slave Trader talks to Satyrus and Hercules, and Satyrus talks to the Slave Trader about a huge tournament in Greece that can bring the trader big money and the fighters their freedom. It just so happens that there's... It's happening right now. Moon. Yeah, with, un, within the three moons. Yeah, it's perfect timing. I first I thought he was lying to just to that get the been, guy's attention. That would have been a nice little twist, right? Yeah. Right. They get to Greece and, and he's like, fooled you. And they just run and away. Bye. <laughs> Deuces. Oh, you guys. Satorius. Satorius. <laughs> you rascal. But no, he's not smart enough to make something up like that anyway. Well, he doesn't need to, though. Right. It's there. It's yeah. true. It's happening. We promise. <laughs> um, so they make he makes a deal with them. Um, they've he, He's going to take them to Sicily, and they're going to have to fight these goonish-looking dudes. And if they win, uh, he's going to take them to Greece to fight in the tournament. So they fight the other two dudes. One has half a face. The other has a ridiculous haircut. And there's more slow-mo fighting, and Hercules and Satyrus wins. The, the guy's name is Half-Face. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. the character's uh-huh. name. Half-face. He lives up to the Half-Face. Oh, and I remember texting you guys about the very uh, strange hair choices. Yeah. That guy yeah. was the number one. <laughs> he had, like, uh-huh. the Jamiroquai thing going on. I was thinking, is, was it Static X? Was that the name of the band? Uh, that I can't remember. I just I thought the guy from Jamiroquai had the crazy hair. It had the he had like ridiculous yeah oh something like this something like this guy. I'm gonna put this in the it chat. Send it send it in the chat. Um, yeah, because Jamiroquai had the hat. Remember, you never really saw like what he looked oh, like. Oh, that's right. This guy had a mix of Static X and Coolio hair. Coolio, yes, they, that's even better. Yeah, but this is Static X putting it into the Skype chat. I already know. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. It's just ridiculous. Like it's sort of braids that just stand straight up is what this guy in in this movie had, which yeah. is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So he has ridiculous hair. Um. Uh, but long story short, we have an anticlimax, another fight that is not very exciting. Like Hercules and Satyrus barely, almost, not quite almost lose you know where you're supposed to think oh my god are they gonna get out of this and they finally do and hercules just comes in and just bum rushes everybody and they die well satyrus um, gets his satyrus ass gets hurt he gets hurt and traitor yeah. says that satyrus is injured so their deal is off but hercules says we're not gonna fight in the pits anymore so i will fight in greece single-handedly and i will kill all six of the fighters that i will supposed to take on 
Um, so the trader sides, sure. I really have nothing to lose, I guess. And <laughs> let's go to Greece. So they off to Greece. Dun, 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 travel music. Uh, they should have done the uh, Indiana Jones uh, overview of the map with the red dot <laughs> traveling. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Everything just says, I mean, I know it's an- anachronistic, but it just says, everything just says Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> or really, Rome. Yeah, just Rome. Everything's Rome. <laughs> so then we get, uh, so they go to Greece, and Hercules fights. And so Tyrus finds Chiron and tells him that Hercules is, fi- is the one that's fighting, and he's alive. So Hercules wins, and he and Tyrus win their freedom. And Chiron meets with Hercules, yeah. and tells the, him that his... The, the yeah. only thing I want to say about this fight scene, there was one cool uh death that would have looked better in um uh you know with some blood in it is when he stabs the guy and then kicks him in the air and then like catches a spear and when the guy lands it pushes the sword more into him mm-hmm. um to kill him like if that was if that had some tarantino blood spray um <laughs> that scene would have looked a lot better um especially with this being a three-day movie so yeah and they they don't kill the woman did you notice that he just I, traps her no. uh, yeah i completely zoned out from this scene yeah you didn't even think that you didn't even know there was a woman in there did you? i do remember those i did know there was a woman but i did not mm-hmm. i did not re- recognize her what her fate was lies <laughs> women can't be the top six champions <laughs> it's true premier on cancel <laughs> uh so Kyra meets with hercules and tells him that his mother was killed by the king this is why didn't i just call uh, <laughs> him the king throughout all my notes i got to say that name so many times um <laughs> Uh, so the king gets word that Hercules is alive and he vows to, he will kill him. And so Tyrus sets up a safe house for Hercules, who now has frosted tips, I think. <laughs> I don't know why all of a sudden his hair changes. Did he have to go and... film Twilight in the middle of this or something? Maybe. Harris <laughs> um, shows up at the safe house. And Harris says that he has to embrace who he is in order to fully unlock his potential. And then Iphicles shows up to Hebe's chambers and demands that she love him because that works. Um, yeah. She begs him to send her back to her home, and he says that he will have, he will, she will accept the marriage, or she could go right on and kill herself just like his mother did. So then she plans to do exactly that. Yeah. And plans to jump off the castle wall to her death. <laughs> Calls his bluff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so Chiron stops her and tells her that she shouldn't kill herself because there is hope, more or less. And I guess that means he tells her to go to the waterfall. Because Hercules is there waiting for her. And then they fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you don't see anything. Nope. Once again, 300 at least surgeon tits. Uh, and then Tarak comes to Amphitryon. And Amphitryon is pissed that Hercules and Satyrus are still alive. Hercules has been turning the villagers' opinion against the king. And Tarak says he will rectify his error by ke- of keeping Hercules and Satyrus alive. So Tyrus goes home and finds everyone dead, and Tarak and Iphicles show up and threaten to kill his son unless he brings them to Hercules. The guards and Iphicles show up to the safe house and take Hercules prisoner. Hercules is chained up and flogged in the public of one of the, vill- of one of the villages, and Amphitryon calls him a traitor and not the son of Zeus. Amphitryon then brings out Satyrus and Chiron and tells Iphicles to kill the traitors. Then Iphicles... Chiron, uh, Iphicles kills Chiron, and then and then Hercules calls to Zeus for the power. It was, it was supposed to be that moment where Iphicles had a hesitation to kill, and like I said, if it was a better actor than Ben Shapiro um, doing this role, it would have it would have landed a lot better. Yeah, um, maybe maybe if he had to uh, 
you know, maybe if he was killing AOC, it would have played it better. <laughs> it would have been uh, more more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he was over really five gotten... foot. It would. <laughs> it would. It would have been funny in the scene where. <laughs> oh yeah, when Hercules is chained up to the the pillars, and you know he's like asking for the strength. If Zeus just said no. Well, you you don't get to believe in me now, just when you need me. <laughs> the cloud comes down, and then it just forms into a giant middle finger right, right. over Hercules. <laughs> let's say let's say like he comes down and says no. Who would you cast as Zeus for that? Oh. Gerard Butler. Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say you get the it hadn't come out yet, but now you could put the uh just the giant meme of Bugs Bunny saying no. Have you seen that? <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, damn you, Zeus. <laughs> Zeus is a big had, His had tiny, is strong. Tiny, tiny Lister as Zeus from uh, No Holds Barred. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Zeus. They, they I got there. You couldn't get Liam Neeson. <laughs> no. Uh, so, Iphicles kills Chiron and then Hercules calls to Zeus for the power. He's able to break chains and kill a bunch of soldiers with those chains with power of lightning. Um, this display of power inspired the villagers to follow Hercules to war with Amphitryon. Then Hercules has a Braveheart moment, and Hebe yep. tells Iphicles that even if she is forced to marry him, she will never stop loving Hercules. Hercules leads an attack on the castle. They break through the gates, and he calls out Amphitryon. Amphitryon shows up and says that Iphicles is busy consummating his marriage, meaning he's fucking, yeah. and Amphitryon lights a fire between he and the invading army. Hercules and Amphitryon gives Amphitryon the same proposition he Amphitryon gave in the beginning of let's just fight and stop the soldiers dying and Amphitryon refuses. Here I just put down A refuses because <laughs> I was tired of writing this name. Surprised it took you that long to get there. Yeah. Uh, now now my notes I am spelling it differently every time I I write it. There's uh, T R I O N, M M Y T R O N. Yeah, it's it was a disaster. Rosenhausen, <laughs> get in from the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, Hercules calls down lightning from Zeus and just whips everyone to death with lightning. Yeah, the uh, one the one cool thing about this is that the they don't make notice of it, but that the the lightning is sort of just whipping around his soldiers. Yeah, you know? I, I thought the and, same thing. He would have just been know. destroying everybody. But it showed the, you know, that he was actually, um, you know, it, even if it was just one thing where they got scared a little bit and saw it go over and go, oh, okay. They don't even show that. They just have that overhead shot. And then that's it. Well, now the lightning sword's gone. Friendly fire was turned off, Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so then Hercules and Amphitryon fight. Hercules is about to kill him after, you know, another anticlimactic fight scene. And Iphicles, I don't know why all of a sudden I can't pronounce this guy's name. Iphicles shows up with Hebe and a dagger to her. We have a standoff. And then Hebe Hebe stabs herself with a dagger and it goes through her and it kills Iphicles. And then Hercules then kills Amphitryon with a dagger that he used to kill his mom. And Hercules and Hebe have a very solemn, somber moment where we think she's going to die. And then she doesn't, because then we flash forward and Hebe Hebe gives birth to a child and Hercules looks upon his kingdom and that's the end. Yeah, a very windy kingdom, apparently. Um, (laughs) Yep. (laughs) The uh, uh, Hebe's uh, uh, killing Ithacles might have been probably the coolest death in the movie, in my opinion. 
you know, because it was one of the ones where I didn't predict exactly what they were going to do in that scene. Um, so then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I thought she sacrificed herself and then she shows up and I'm like, well, that was nothing. Yeah, um, I, I immediately knew. I was like, oh no, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I no. thought he was going to use his, like some sort of Zeus powers or something like that yeah. to heal her. Yeah. Zeus should have shown up and broke his Ooh. neck like a, like a real like and give like a really cool one liner two two giant <laughs> who's your daddy now two lightning hands come down from the sky right <laughs> you're welcome son it's good to be the king <laughs> and, um, and then hercules says thanks dad and dad says oakley doakley and now now i know we had this discussion a lot and Release would the crack that, in your neck. Would, would, <laughs> crack. Would the mother's dagger be Chekhov's gun? Or I'm uh, um, I think that's more foreshadowing. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a Chekhov's gun because they don't really. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, the uh, cryon shows it to him when they meet. Um, but anyway, I was thinking. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't think so. Okay. I wouldn't consider it. It's just it seems so inconsequential. Yeah. yeah. But I think it would have been more important if he carried it with him his whole life. Yeah. In my longer version it. of the legend of Hercules, <laughs> right. there's a whole scene about the dagger. Right. How it was and made. It no. no. <laughs> it talks. It's voiced by Billy Crystal. Yeah. It's a shame. I feel we like spent so much of the budget on Billy Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Of the seventy like... million, it was like thirty million for him alone. <laughs> Yeah, if it was like a Chekhov's gun situation, it would have been like before he went to war, she gave him the knife, and then you never okay. see it ever again. And then like he's almost about to lose to Amphitryon, and then he's like, "The knife is in my boot!" Boom. <laughs> okay, don't that hit makes him right more in, sense. In the neck, yeah. and everyone says, "Thank you, Hercules," and he says, "Don't thank me, thank the knife." The knife, man, you're just squeezing them all in. At the <laughs> end of the podcast, they're just coming to me. They're not great. Uh, but I love them, and they're mine, so. <laughs> um, is there anything you would guys would do to make this movie better? I'd like your idea of making it a comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just Hercules is constantly, you know, he's being foiled, or Iphicles is always being hurt by just random thing, like random encounters with Hercules. Uh, and the idea that uh, Satyrus is just a god-awful uh, general <laughs> or leader. And he's just anytime he's with men, he leads them to just slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and he always somehow makes it out alive. But he he leads, I could just see the end where he leads the, the the townsfolk against the king's men, and he just like, he's trying to be sneaky or whatever, and he like farts or something, and the guards all get <laughs> get alerted, and everyone dies. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or he's or he's just constantly being he's constantly being uh captured and, and hercules has to save his ass every scene i would love to see that yeah, yeah. Mark. um basically short of replacing every single actor in this movie with a better actor um there's not much you can do to save this because there are much better hercules movies um are that there? Do, than this movie <laughs> well kevin sorbo <laughs> <laughs> Besides Kevin Sorbo, I mean, hell, the the cartoon is probably better than this movie. Right. Is is that like the gold standard for Hercules movies? It's got to right. be. Probably, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Until the live action one comes out, right? Yeah, sure. and it's starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, um, it has Ke- Kellen Lutzen. <laughs> Kellen Lutzen, yeah. But yeah, that's the yeah. Outside, there's you know, this is one of the rare times where we say, oh, 
make a movie better and we can just go, well, that one right there is already a better movie. There's another one that's better. You know, yeah, just, be, just go see the Disney version. Yeah, go, go either see the Disney version or hell, even the rock version. I'm like, oh, okay. That one yeah. was really bad, too, to be honest. Yeah, but um, at least with that, I was like, oh, I understand Hercules. You know, like, it, that, it isn't this a, attempt at some kind of making him, like, gladiator. The, like, the, the Rock's version of Hercules is essentially the Greek Scorpion King, if you get what I mean. Like, the Scorpion yeah, yeah. King is supposed to be Egyptian uh, mythology. I, yeah, I, I'm now, not hearing anything negative. That. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's like, excellent, why can't we do this movie? <laughs> How long is that movie? Not long enough? Not okay. long enough. Mark, Mark's waiting until the calendar a, turns 2021. He's like, I'm, I, a, I pick her, the Rock oh, Hercules. If, if I remember, <laughs> and I make that my first pick of 2021, it'll be great. I am literally not going to write it down, and I swear to you on this podcast that I won't. But if I somehow pick that uh, in the beginning of 2021, it'll just be like, like it was God's will. Um, but no, so finishing my point, uh, I think turning this into some kind of, you know, uh, comedy instead of trying to make it a, a drama um would set it apart um for sure because they it making it silly makes up for the lack of having any real good acting talent in the movie who would you cast in a comedy version of this hercules um, are we being dead serious because i i think like a chris hemsworth could pull it off i was gonna say the same thing like nowadays it's like chris hemsworth really as hercules. um yeah uh who, who like maybe no, Zac Efron's too does small. Does Paul Rudd play the king? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That could work. Kristen uh, Wiig is the queen. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's pretty good casting. You or you could get like, uh, or you get um Patrick Stewart as Zeus. Just the voice of Zeus. Yeah, just the voice of Zeus. Um, Why do you have a British accent, Zeus? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I do feel like Hemsworth would probably be. Yeah, he'd have to be hurt. Yeah. Uh, who else could you? Who who would be Satyrus? I I just want to think of like some bumbling idiot would be Satyrus. Like uh, like what Chris about Pratt. The, what, I was thinking about the the guy from I Love You Man. That's the high talker. Give it all you got. That uh, guy. Uh, he from would Brooklyn be Nine Nine. He would be Iphicles. Just yes, the, yes. Just be the, the brother. Total, for sure. Yeah, the total opposite of his brother. Like yeah yeah we're brothers. Are you sure you're related? Oh yeah yeah no we're brothers. Yeah for sure. Yeah, uh, the, the the king. Who would the king be played by? Maybe Gerard Butler would be pretty good. He looks just like I'm him. I'm trying to put Gerard Butler in every movie. Yeah. yeah, like so we can do this movie on the podcast. <laughs> we haven't done a Gerard Butler movie, all right? We totally have. What We've did we do? Law Abiding Citizen. Oh, all right. Well, that okay. <laughs> but. I've had and other I, chances there, to do there, that. Yeah, because there was one time where I gave you a long list of movies that like kind of fit criteria, and I mistakenly put, I, I don't even remember what Gerard Butler movie it was, maybe like The Bounty Hunter. The Bounty Hunter, like, yeah. I think I, I think I might pick that. I think it was for like a poll. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> well, gravitating right. towards Gerard Butler. He's He has that Irish brogue. Uh, is that it? Do you guys have anything else to say about this no. movie? Uh, no. Yeah, I think we're, we're done here. Yeah. Our work is done. All right. You want to plug your shit? Absolutely. Uh, at Diaquino122 on Twitter, at StrangerDamies on Twitter and Instagram. Come say hello to us. Uh, we love interacting with 
D&D fans or people who want to learn D&D, uh, we're a good place to start because we ourselves are first-time D&D players. So, yeah, come come hang out with us. Uh, are we, am I allowed to, like, toot our own horn a little bit on this podcast, Ant? Uh, plug your shit, yeah. Yeah, uh, we made the top 50 hottest podcasts according to Podcast Magazine. That's two months in a row uh, for Stranger Damies and first-time appearance for this podcast. They called this a movie. Uh, I think that was 26 on the list, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I can't uh, remember, yes. but yeah. I, I, but it's one and two essentially, 25, 26. So yeah, man, uh, we're doing something right. So thank you to everyone who voted for us. Uh, really appreciate it. So yeah. Yeah, and and um, yeah. So real quick, uh, Stranger Damies airs every Wednesday. We're going to be finishing up our latest session um, by the time this podcast um, airs. Uh, so. We have some, uh, hopefully, a good conclusion um, to um, that session there. Um, so I, I think you guys will like it. I really enjoyed the way you guys played this session. So um, that is on uh, strangerdamies.podbean.com. You get the RSS feed and let you do iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. And Game Ball Pod also airs every other Monday. Um, we'll have a new one up on uh uh, next Monday um, from uh, when uh, uh, this one airs. We just aired one last Monday. Um, so uh, be on the lookout for that. And then we were on Twitch. Um, we only have set dates of really um, Thursday, Friday, and sometimes Wednesday and Sunday. But if you just go to twitch.tv slash Pod, you'll have our schedule at the bottom there. Or just follow us on Twitter at GameVaultPod. Um, keep up to date on all that. Okay. And this is they called they called this a movie. You can find us at they called this a movie.podbean.com and on all podcast streaming apps at they call this a movie. Just look for they call this a movie. It'll pop right up. That's Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play Podcast, iTunes. I think I said twice just now. Uh, anywhere you find podcasts, we will be there. Uh, the main website is themaindamy.com and you can find us there and on all social media. At the May at the May Damey. Uh so that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look for the Main Damey. We're also a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation. You can find us at gvnation.com. So Geek Vibes Nation, you just type that into your podcast streaming apps, and you will find a bunch of great shows, including ours, and then a bunch of other great shows. And I'm not going to try and list here because every week I say I'm going to write a list of the shows that they have, and I fail to do so. So just look for <laughs> Geek Vibes Nation on all podcast streaming apps, and you'll find something that if you're a fan of Greek geek stuff, not Greek stuff, um, geek stuff. That's why uh, everyone's here to see this, <laughs> this podcast. Well, so we're, we're talking about the legendary Achilles this week, so I just wanted to make sure we're not in an all-Greek mythology podcast, and we don't. it's not Greek Vibes Nation. I was going to um, say, that's our new venture. <laughs> Someone out there just, just got deeply disappointed because they, just, they wanted, we, like, I, I need this podcast, just, I thought I just, found it. We just talk about um, uh, mythology and diners. Yeah. <laughs> John Stamos. <laughs> so join us at Greek Vibes Nation. No, uh, Geek Vibes Nation uh, is all podcast streaming apps. Uh, they've got great shows on there. None about John Stamos, though, that I know of. Um, GVNation.com is the main website. And just look on all uh, uh, social media, Geek Vibes Nation. It'll pop right up. 
Uh, and that's going to do it for us. If you have any questions or comments, uh, our main website, uh, our main email address is themaindamie at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you want to suggest a movie to us, that's the place to do it. You also do it on Twitter. That's where the, we're the most active. Um, if you have some time, go on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, give us a quick review, tell us we're great. Um, tell us we suck as long as you give us the five stars. It doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, the director of The Legend of Hercules is Rennie Harlan. So for Dan Aquino and Mark Myers, this is Anthony Delvecchio telling Rennie Harlan to go fuck himself. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.